0: Guess who's back? Back again. It's me. You know it's me, because you're listening anyway. uh, Yeah, hi, it's Hayley. And yeah, so this week is going to be all about festivals. More specifically, Leeds Festival, out of most, yeah. And uh, it's episode five, which I know isn't maybe a massive deal to some, but it is to me, so if you're still listening, like, episode five, then that's amazing. Thank you so much. So yeah, we're talking festivals, and it will be also the mental health mini lockdown series which is great and yeah let's get right into it so this week is festival week and primarily talking about leeds festival i've been twice so i went for the full weekend uh camping uh, in 2015 i think it was yeah 2015 and then i went for the day last year with my friend olivia in 2019 and they were both pretty good to be fair like uh, and but i'll get into my full review shortly but i actually have some festival stories that you guys have sent in and some of them are absolutely brilliant now abby got in touch and i was when i read this i was like oh my life is like my worst nightmare so she (laughs) said hi hayley i have a leeds festival funny slash nightmare story we walked back to our tent after everything had finished and our tent door was unzipped so josh was the first to notice and asked if we'd zipped our tent up which we always had done after leaving it which obviously of course you would um then we opened up and there was a lad fast asleep in the porch area of the tent and he was using a bin bag as a pillow and he was literally dead to the world we were all shouting at him to get out we had to get camp security to get him out which security knew they were there because apparently they said he had said it's his tent and how cheeky is that like but i'm guessing this guy was under some heavy influence of something uh to be in that sort of state and yeah i was on edge for the rest of the night barely got any sleep and we saw the lad the next day and his tent all turned out to be a couple of tents away so basically he was that messed like he was in that much of a state that he hadn't really (laughs) figured out which one was his tent and just saw one was like that'll do it's, it sounds very festival-like, to be fair, uh, and uh, but the good news is he wasn't sick or anything and nothing was stolen, but overall, Leeds Festival was one of the best weekends of my life and I would definitely do it again if your lineup was decent. At least it's not put you off, so that's good, because like festival atmosphere definitely is really, really good. Now, my brother went a few years ago. I can't remember what year he said, to be honest, but he's got a couple, so... Me, my mate George, and two lads that we met at Leeds Fest made armour out of crushed beer cans, and we got stopped by numerous people on the way for photos. So they actually wore it, and like on the way up to the um, arena where all the stages are, and people were stopping them for photos, I was like that's hilarious. I mean, I've seen a couple of the pictures, and to be fair, to say it's makeshift with the materials they had, it's pretty damn good if you ask me. Like I was pretty impressed by that. I said, uh, someone from the camp next door on our last night dumped their fabric <laughs> their fabric camp chairs on our fire and nearly got us kicked out of the festival. Because as you can imagine, very flammable, could probably cause a bit of an incident. But luckily, they were allowed to stay, which I would have been gutted if that had happened. Now, <laughs> so Amy, um, my friend Amy, has uh, sent this in. Uh, I bumped into some lasses I didn't know, and we got chatting. Didn't realise I'd passed out after basically downing this full bottle of rosé. If you ask me, never a good idea, but hey, <laughs> it's your it's your experience. Security came over and started lightly prodding me, like, excuse me, are you okay? And I just shot right up and said, yep, yeah, I'm absolutely fine. Um, just in time for the mosh, and off she dashed. I mean, that's fair play. Um, so there's a couple of ones when I went, I'm going to start in 2015, so we borrowed a, a massive 12 man tent and we also borrowed a small barbecue, which we got in absolutely fine, not a problem. Now in 2015 there was a couple of instances where I wasn't feeling relatively well I don't know if, I don't know why I think some of it was and bad anxiety, I don't know, but I just you know when you just feel really sick um I just all I wanted to do just is just have an hour nap just kind of because I was sleep deprived and I just needed a little Like recuperating if you like. It was my first festival so... Um, And I was told, Hayley, keep an eye on the barbecue. Which was just outside. Needless to say I fell asleep and I did not keep an eye on said barbecue. And someone stole the lid. I wasn't very popular when people came back, put it that way. And uh, to say that we borrowed the barbecue, well let's just say they didn't get it back. (laughs) So uh, note to self, if you're going to take a barbecue... Keep an eye on it or take a disposable one, which if it does get nicked, not the end of the world. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Even though it's five years later, I hope you've forgiven me. Um, we were... Oh, if you have been to Leeds Fest, you'll see... Um, you've probably have seen that there's a chant or a Leeds, you what, you what, Leeds. Like, it's chanted over and over again in just mid-silence. I don't know if it has been for the past couple of years. I think I think it was done once last year when I was there. And um, basically, our friend, Buggy, uh, he waited until it was completely silent after said chant and just went go scum for really loudly and i'm not kidding it was that quiet you could hear the dirty looks and the crickets amongst the field who were just like what the hell scum which to be fair do i blame them not really but you know <laughs> um so on i've got a few things about festivals so i'm going to start with festival etiquette now my friends louise and lucy found an actual human shit a couple of meters outside of our tent which is absolutely grim if you're one of these people please don't do that that is disgusting like imagine if i just, like, stepped in it or something like I didn't, well he's all not like bleh, disgusting right i mean the toilets themselves I, I can appreciate they are grim but don't just shit in the middle of the campsite like oh it's just it is absolutely disgusting like i know it's a bit grim anyway because you can't shower properly i mean you can't but you have to pay for them and i think they're a bit grim anyway from what i'm told um and you just have to kind of deal with it but don't <laughs> no poo in the campsite i mean i don't know what would possess someone to do that to be honest but i mean each to their own i guess um yeah the toilets aren't nice i did actually remember going in and it's literally just a hole in the ground and it's disgusting as you can imagine it stinks i did see a couple of mobile phones down there and i was like ouch because like time brand new iphone what sixes or something like that like but obviously they were the latest then and it was not good because once it's down there you ain't getting it back trust me <laughs> um so another thing what was that was full of fairground rides like next to the campsites now <laughs> this is in 2015 so there was uh who, who was that there? there was me uh, Lucy, Louise, Ross, Baggy, uh, Mattie, Josh and Lee all together. So a little group of us now. I was kind of like the link because I know Lucy, Louise, Ross and Baggy from like where I live and I knew Mattie, Josh and Lee from where I used to live. So like we all kind of, met at my birthday previously and we kind of all just like bundled together um, and just camped next to each other. So we kind of like pretty much spent the whole time together as well just going see seeing different bands that we wanted to and this, that and other. And um, so there's these fairground I can't really remember what they call them, but it's like it's almost like a, it's like a big long line, and on each end is like a little pod which holds two, maybe maybe three actually, like three and three. But it like spins round, but then the little pods spin round as well. Now Matty's not big on rides, and he wasn't sure about going on. But then Ross paid for him to go on, and him. So Ross, Lucy, and Matty went on, and it was only supposed to last about two minutes. But I think the guy actually saw Matty's facial expression and. I could see him laughing and he just carried it on because he found it so funny and bless him He was pretty ill after that. I think it wasn't it wasn't nice at all for any of us. Probably especially him So, If you're gonna try to rise Maybe do it sober or at least like when you haven't had as much alcohol because it was not a pretty sight at all I my god so 2015 now Okay, so I think that was a better lineup for me personally because it's like more kind of what I was listening to at the time. So, my highlights were Mumford and Sons, uh, which I, I liked a bit of them anyway. Um, like, Little Lion Man was good. Uh, who are, oh, God, what else did I do? Like, it's like it's a bit like it's kind of been deep, deep into my memory now. Um, they. <laughs> Oh, Little Lion Man, oh, I Will Wait, was really good, and uh, just a, a few of the songs I didn't really recognise, but they had such good, like, crowd interaction, it was brilliant, now, the headliners were Metallica, now, not my sort of thing at all, if I'm honest with you, but the show they put on was really, really good, I wasn't really even listening to the what they were singing, to be honest, because like I say, I don't listen to them, they're not my sort of thing at all, but, like... They had really good effects, really good stage uh, props, everything. And they just proper used it to their advantage. And it was just, like, interesting to watch more than anything, for me anyway, because some people were proper going for it. Um, Bastille was really good, like, really, really good with the crowd. Like, after every song, like, getting them involved, getting them singing, uh, because I think it wasn't long... um, I think Pompeii, their, their debut, I think it was their debut, might have been out for just over a year, and they were pretty, like, they were making ways in the charts a little bit, around this point, so, they were getting pretty into it, and getting the crowd involved as well. Now, one of the highlights for me is, and I didn't really listen to these guys, until after I'd actually been to Leeds because they were so good, was Panic! at the Disco. Now, A lot of people who know me know how much I love Queen, and they did an amazing version of Bohemian Rhapsody. Now, Brandon Urey, who is a frontman of Panic! at the Disco, he was so, so good. He got people singing parts of it with him. Like He just kind of went for it, and he just jumped around the stage, and he was fantastic. And ever since then, I've kind of listened to them more and more, because I appreciated how good they were live. And they, they do pretty much sound obviously with the added festival atmosphere and stuff they do sound pretty much bang on to what they do on their albums as well and i'm really like i was that was really impressive for me because I, I I feel like i don't actually see many bands that are like pretty much on point with their albums and their singles on probably spotify now but like around al- you know their albums and stuff um john broco was really good i mean to be fair matty and josh kind of introduced them to me uh like I think it was about a few months before, and they said when they said they're going to be at Leeds Fest, so I started listening to them, and they were really good as well. Like I think they definitely could have been on the main stage, to be honest, because the tent was full. They were like on the second biggest stage in a tent, so that was good. Uh, years and years were really good as well i do remember this actually because actually me and ross went to go and see years and years because lucy was a day late i can't remember what she'd been doing but i think she'd been for an interview or something and joined us later and years and years was on so louise went to go and meet lucy whilst me and ross went to work years and years and uh, they were they should have been on the main stage because the tent like the tent was like over full, realistically but really really good like he's so small as well i didn't expect it to be that small but he was like he was so good didn't interact with the crowd as much i would have liked but he was like he proper went for it so i cannot fault him for that at all now one thing that i think is really underrated at leeds fest especially if you're just having a bit of downtime when there's not particularly any acts on that you're not really bothered about is the comedy tent now in 2015 we spent a good couple of hours in there to be honest just kind of waiting for bits and pieces now we saw um, Russell Kane, who was hilarious. Now, my friend Joe really liked... I do, I mean, he probably still does, to be fair, but he really liked Russell Kane at the time, and uh, he was like, please, please go and see him. So I did, and it was really funny. I was, like, quite close to the front as well, and uh, he, he obviously took a piss out of the crowd. Like, this is one of the only times I think a comedian hasn't taken a piss out of me, because, like, I think Chris Ramsey's done it a couple of times, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, Jimmy Carr took the piss out of me but then again i was in the second row right in his eye line in the middle and so was carl hutchinson actually so you know i have had my fair share of shit from comedians to be honest um to actually no, russell kane did tell me off for of wooing when another girl said she did events management because i did events management at uni i went yes and he was like why are you wooing that's a shit degree i was like oh okay <laughs> like no big deal but all was forgiven Milton Jones was uh, on as well. He was really funny, like, really worth seeing. He's, like, very much one-liners and very, very dry jokes, which is my kind of sense of humour, so definitely worth seeing. And Sean Walsh, now, I liked him, but then obviously the whole Strictly Come Dancing scandal happened. Not that I'm really a fan of Strictly, but obviously I've seen the news and stuff. Now, he went down in my estimations a bit after that, but he he wasn't bad, to be honest, but I think ever since then he's kind of fallen off the comedy circuit a bit. But... You know, its material is pretty good, so I'm not gonna, uh, not gonna like you know, fault him for that. Uh, The food stalls were good, but just take money because honestly, they charge a ridiculous amount. This was the same last year as well. I think, Oh, God, how much did I pay? Like, I think I paid like nine pound for a pulled pulled pork burger, and it was shit. It was absolutely shit. And then Matty and Josh and I got all got fish and chips, and it looked amazing, and they paid the same price. So you know all i'd say is have a good look at what other people have got first before you join the queue and buy because honestly sometimes it's just not worth it it really isn't i mean last year we paid seven quid for a milkshake and it was we only wanted a milkshake because it was the only thing i thought would you know would be refreshing and it was a very very hot day and it was at first not so much after (laughs) trust me um so yeah, 2015 was good. The only thing I think I'd change is um, I wasn't very good with the camping thing. I think because like, it was my first festival, I was very anxious. But now I've kind of been, I know what I'm doing. I think I could probably handle it a lot, lot better. So definitely. Now, 2019, the lineup wasn't as great as I would have liked to have been. But like I say, it was a free day ticket and I wasn't going to pass up on that. So I did go with my friend Olivia. Now, the acts I did see, again, surprised me. But they were really, really good. So... I saw twenty one pilots, no a few of their songs, nothing you know, special that stood out to me at first, but really good showman. And not only that, Post Malone came out. I think a lot of people probably saw this on Facebook and I think it made the news or something at some point, but oh, they came post Malone came out and did a cover of Oasis Oasis's Don't Look Back in Anger. As anyone knows, I'm a massive Oasis fan. So as you can imagine. I lost my shit basically (laughs) and um, yeah it was really really good and like such a good cover like the guys who are in £21 have got such good voices like it did make me listen to them a little bit more I'm like I'm still not a big fan don't get me wrong but really really good like and a couple of the stunts like the frontman like climbed up a load of speakers and managed to stay balanced while singing up there and I'm like kudos to him because I could not do that at all so that was good uh post malone i believe was the actual main headliner he was pretty good like he sang all his like known songs a couple that i didn't know but like i said i don't really follow him like if anything i think he just it looks like he needs to wash more than anything but he has got a good voice so uh and he was like the last act like, of the night and i must admit we did leave a tiny bit early because i'm an old woman and i decided that because i was driving and it was getting late i wanted to go so we heard sunflower we heard um, Better Now and oh, there was a couple more that we listened to and then we just kind of divvied off, which actually, I actually saw Abby, Josh, I think it was Katrina and Matty. We we saw them and I said a quick hi, listened to a few songs of Post Malone and then, yeah, actually, I remember that highlight, actually. <laughs> um, the signal, the phone signal in the Leeds Fest arena is non-existent. Just a heads up, by the way. It's probably the same at any festival. It is non-existent because there's that many people trying to use their phones. It's just like, no, not going to happen. So I'm texting Josh and Matty like, where are you? Where are you? And it's like, at this point, it's dark. And like, oh, we're holding lights up. But there's like these people who volunteer at Leeds Fest. I think they're like... Uh, it's kind of like the street pastors you see on Nights Out. Uh, they were, But this guy had a light on the floor. So there's me and Olivia like following this light. turns out he's attached to some guy who was like you know, a festival pastor just kind of walking around. I'm like, I'm following and I can't find you And they're like, yeah, we're pointing the lights up. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> we found him eventually. He spent a few, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes just kind of saying hi and catching up and seeing what's what. But, yeah, it was good. Like enjoyed that uh who else did we see uh Billie Eilish she was really good very like very quirky but I think obviously that's a given anyway but she was really really good the crowd loved her so Uh, I was a little bit further back on that one we got quite close for 21 pilots this sure kind of maybe like um fifth of the way back something like that next to some barriers so we weren't too bad and Anderson Peak, I think it was, which Olivia really wanted to see, and she, she really enjoys. it, I think the amount of money that she spent on merchandise, by the way, that is a scam, a scam, I tell you. Like, but it made her happy, so just you know, I did it. I, but I'm a tight ass, so you know, don't take my word for it. I guess, but <laughs> it's each their own. Went to the comedy tent as well, and we saw Chris Ramsey, and that was one of the I've seen him three times now, and I think that's the only time he's not took a piss out of me. So you know, winner, uh, yeah, so that's that really, like, as I was going to say on Leeds best. I don't, I'm just going to actually try and look at what the line would have been this year, because obviously, I don't actually know if it's still going ahead or not, to be honest with you, with everything that's going on, but I say, I'd definitely do a day ticket again, but I don't know if I'm just like, oh, it has been cancelled, that is sad, oh no, like, Oh, I remember now, because I really wanted to go, because Jerry Cinnamon's playing, or was playing, Liam Gallagher was playing, I think Stormzy. Hang on, I'm finding a poster. No, hang on, this might be wrong. This could well be wrong. Hang on. Oh, here we go. Here we, here we go. Yeah, so Stormzy, Tudor Cinema Club, who are really, really good, all-time load, like them, Mabel, yep. Liam (laughs) Gallagher... I love him. Uh, he was going to do it. And Jerry Cinnamon. That hurts my heart so much. Cortinas. I love them. Tom Grennan. He's really good. Dermot Kennedy. My cousin loves him. And I've, I've started listening to him because of him. And like AG Tra- AJ Tracy. I can't speak. What's wrong with me? Um, I wonder if Dave the Rappers on as well like i do actually enjoy him i saw him at radio one big weekend and he was brilliant can't really see it all gets slower and smaller and smaller on the poster the further i go down but yeah i actually would have been i would have happily gone on the i think it was the sunday for Leeds. yeah i would have happily gone to that easily so well happy with that um but let say it's been cancelled unfortunately so maybe next year who knows maybe next year we shall see now, next week, I'm going to do probably do something a little bit different. I want to kind of hear your travel stories. Like, I'm sure um, I'm sure some of you have got some really, really good ones. I'd love to hear them. Uh, get in touch by bratepodcast at gmail.com or ratepodcast on Facebook and also on Instagram, which would be great. And uh, as a little, little cheeky promo as well. Um, so, me and my friend um, Amy, who I mentioned earlier, so we work together and um we both love like indie music essentially and uh we started to like decide a little venture i'm still going to be doing this alongside it for as long as i can or as long as you guys will pop listening to me so um we decided to create a, a vodcast so that's basically a video podcast if, for those of you who do not know and we will be doing it primarily on youtube purely because of licensing and stuff like that so that's the way we're getting around that but we're going to be doing like We're doing gigs and festivals and upcoming bands, bands who are already big. We've hopefully secured actually a couple of bands to interview, uh, potentially some pretty, known ones as well so that'd be good but if you could support it that'd be fantastic like let me just get the ad for you we've literally just <laughs> set it up so bear with me and it's going to be called the independent and uh it's independent as an in indie in capital letters then pendant so and it is the the independent vodcast uh on instagram uh which got a few followers on there already which is great um but obviously do want to kind of push this and get you guys involved as well so if you can that'd be amazing um and i'll keep you updated with where that's going basically but it will be on youtube and um hopefully we'll be doing it in the next few weeks obviously everything we need to see what's going on with lockdown and everything first because at the minute yes we work together but we still have to kind of Be separate, or we might have to do it over Skype or something and just see how it pans out. But we shall see, and I will tell you how we can get involved in that in the next coming weeks. So, yeah. So, episode two of the Binnie series of mental health. So, this today I'm going to be doing it about self image because I think that's a massive part, it's something that I have suffered with massively. Now, people who know me or have known me for a little while will know I used to be quite big, like I was, you know, I don't really like to say it, it's really weird, you know what I mean, but like I used to be, when I went to uni, I think I was a little bit depressed and a little bit like anxious and instead of talking about it, I ate because that's what I do and because I've got a thyroid problem as well, like weight goes on me a lot easier than maybe the average person, which I don't use that as an excuse by the way, like that is a legit thing. And I try not to let like, it stop me, but like I say, it was, it didn't help things, put it that way. And um, yeah, so since since then, uh, I've done all sorts. Like I've done Slimming World, I've done, I think I did Weight Watch for a little bit as well, but like uh, I've actually managed to lose like six stones. So... I'm I'm not perfect by any means, but I'm a lot happier than I was. Like, and there was always room for improvement uh, in my eyes, but I don't let it be an excuse anymore. But to be honest, like until I was, um, like until I realised I had a bit of an issue and I was in a bit of denial about my weight, like I didn't want to really do anything about it. And I think that's like what people need to realise especially when it comes to like especially weight I think if people are, do have an issue they're not really going to get anywhere unless they recognise it themselves and when someone pushes you or constantly comments on her, oh, like what you're eating which isn't okay by the way like I don't think anyone should ever comment on what they're eating like someone said to me like I think you had enough like quite a few times and that's been really like a bit of a trigger for me sometimes because I'm like I'm not like that anymore and like how do you know How much I've eaten, like unless you've been watching me like a hawk and like that is triggering. And I think that's really like important to know that you shouldn't really be doing stuff like that. Or even if like you see people like it might just be banner or whatever, but I've heard lads calling their lab mates like fat like that and that is not like I mean it's not like maybe to labs that aren't necessarily big but like I don't know obviously I can't speak for them but I find it really like and I still struggle with body image now like even though I've lost all this weight like I still sometimes see the bigger me like I have a difference picture saved in the favourites file on my phone to remind me because sometimes I do actually think that I'm still that bigger person which that doesn't change me as a person but I think people are very quick to judge like people who were bigger based on their weight and their looks then they have someone skinny but then if someone's skinny I feel like some they do get obviously skinny shamed as well which like neither is okay really yeah like you shouldn't even be fat or skinny shaming anyone like I can kind of get from a person's point of view if someone they're lo- like like their love like do are like the being like the borderline like I don't even know like the correct way to say it to be honest like if it's really like concerning for their health I can kind of understand like where they're coming from uh, some form or way but the other thing is like it's really hard to kind of get it right from being in that position myself because I've had people say to me like I think you need to lose weight or you put weight on and it's like it's not a nice thing to hear and if anything like because I wasn't ready to accept that that made me eat more and it made me like shut away and shy away and be in denial about it I was I spent a lot of time locked in my room because I was ashamed of people seeing me and I didn't want people to look at me because I constantly felt fit you know fat and big and um this that and other now like people always a lot of people say to me now like i don't ever remember you being big now i think I, that was like 2012 to like 2015 maybe i was like at my biggest stage so it's obviously quite a little time ago now like i, I started losing in like 2016 and i'm pretty much lost or maintained ever since then which is a job in itself to be honest especially when you've got a thyroid issue like myself but i think it's just so hard because like self-love i think is really really important and uh, if you're going to like if you are going to love yourself you just it needs to start with you essentially like i know it's really hard to block out people's comments or people's opinions sometimes and like not like it's it is easier said than done but you need to let it like not consume you and control your life on what others think because that is one thing that i've learned i'm still not very good at it by any means But I am learning to kind of, like, block out what people... I know for a fact that people have probably said stuff behind my back about my looks or my weight, whether it's now, whether it's in the past, or whether they're going to do it in the future. It's probably going to happen at some point because that's just the way that people are, unfortunately. But... And I've had it from people who I thought were, like, really good friends as well, and it's shocked me. And, um, like, you know, but then I have realised I don't need them kind of people in my life, and I've cut them out. So... And I've been a lot happier since then. So what I do is I try and... um, I have, like, a... Like, my inspirational, like, person for figure is uh, Olivia Bowen. Now, she was on Love Island, and, like, she's she's beautiful. But the thing is, she's she's quite curvy. She's quite, like, what maybe I, in my eyes, I see, like, a perfectly well-balanced girl. But she's also got a very similar body type to me. Like, I've got a very much of an hourglass figure, which seems, like, perfect to some people. Trust me, when you go clothes shopping, it is not. Because I've got a big bum, a small waist, and big thighs. So I get it to fit the thighs and the bum, but then it doesn't fit the waist And then I'm having to wear belts that are too small or like make me feel like my stomach is about to explode because, you know, it's just the way it is. But um, I think in learning how to like adapt your style to how you want it and to make you look nice and how you see yourself kind of comes off of you like when i got got a little bit more confident people said to me like you're so confident and happy like it's just like you can just tell from when you walk in the room like you're happy and i think that's really really important like don't get me wrong i still have my down days but it is really really like tough when i do because i I have stuff that i call like a fat day when i look in the mirror i just feel like like that i just don't don't want i just put joggers on put my comfies on, I'm just like, nope, not today, Satan, had enough, but one thing I have done, like, and I have been, this is one thing that lockdown's been really, really good for me, is I've got, I've started walking a lot more, and even though, like, I pretty much maintained my weight, I think I lost, like, half a stone at the beginning of lockdown, but then um, I've maintained that all the way through rest. And I've just managed to, like, stay walking. Like, I'd probably do three, at least 3K. And, yeah, like, I've been going on, like, sometimes 10-mile walks with my mate Lucy and stuff like that. And like we're planning on going on a few more and whatnot. And it's just, like, it's so nice. I get out in the fresh air. I'm getting exercise. And it's free. So, you know, it's it's really, really good. Like, something as little as that can improve so many different things. Like, it's improved my mental health. Because, like I say, I'm, I've been back at work this week finally but being in the same four walls for 14 weeks has been exhausting for me because I'm a sociable person I like to go out I like to chat I like to do yeah be out and doing things so to be told no I can't do that was a real struggle for me so mentally that has helped me a lot just getting out even if I had social distance with my best friend like we've been able to walk together and talk and it's nice, and I've been able to do it with some of my other friends as well, like, you know, from a distance, of course, but I've been able to do that, and it's been so, so nice. But not only am I getting a little bit fitter, like, at the beginning of lockdown, I was doing, I think, a kilometre in 13 minutes, and I shaved that down to 11, and I think that's pretty good to say I've only been walking, like, what, a couple of months? And yeah, it's might have been flat, but I've been to the peaks. I've been to uh I've been to near halls of it and there's walk called Viking Way and I walked across the Humber Bridge, which is lovely. And yeah, like take it to a full advantage because that like that's some of the times that I felt happiest in this like really weird period that we've been in. So I say like, find something active that isn't too strenuous that you enjoy doing. And just like, if you are unhappy with your body, like that, you know, it will come with time. It will, confidence, it just, but it starts with you. And you need to get into that mindset. Like I said, it is easier said than done. But once you do, like start pointing, like rather than looking in the mirror and pointing things out that you hate about yourself, point out the things you like. Now, I mean, I really like my eyes. I think they've got the best feature. They're really blue, they're really big. And I've got quite naturally curly eyelashes. And I've also got really naturally quite good eyebrows, like they only need the old wax once in a blue moon. And usually I've got pretty good skin. I can't really say that at the moment because it's a bit shit. Because uh, lockdown obviously sent it really dry, but normally I do have pretty good skin. So they are three things that I really like about myself. Like if you can find three things and that's a good start, even one thing is a good start and you can focus and like accentuate that area of you, and then make yourself a little bit better, because like I say, it all starts with you. Now, DMs on the podcast are always open if people need to talk about it, completely confidential. I must admit, I'm not an expert, I'm not a psychology expert or a counsellor or anything like that, but sometimes just an outsider's opinion, or an outsider's voice, is just what you need. So if you do, then please do not do not hesitate at all now i'm not sure what um factor i'll be doing next week i need to kind of plan a little bit but it's been a bit hectic this week we just find a podcast a bit a day late whoops so yeah but we shall see you next week guys but yeah get in get in touch get involved it's berate podcast at gmail.com or berate podcast on facebook and on instagram so cheers for listening let's see you next time